thirsty on an island. Simon was shipwrecked and washed up on the shore of a deserted island. He's thirsty, and the only thing he has is a plastic bag and a straw. After looking around, he sees a juicy cactus, a tall leafy tree, a dirty pond, a pool of mud. How can he use the plastic bag to get water? He can't use the cactus. It can be toxic, and without a sharp tool to reach the pulp, the plastic bag is useless. The dirty pond and muddy pool are filled with bacteria and parasites, and without tools to start a fire and boil the water, he could get sick. The best bet is the tall, leafy tree. He simply needs to tie the bag on the edge of a branch and pierce it slightly with a stick. The tree will produce drinkable water through transpiration. Well, that's clever. Where's the waiter? Adam is the head waiter at a one-story steakhouse. On the busiest night of the week, he vanished, and the owner called the police to file a missing persons report. Detectives talked to the last three people who saw him. A trainee server said she only saw him when he got to work and parked his bicycle. The chef said he saw the waiter in the kitchen when he came to get a glass of orange juice. The cook said he last saw the waiter going upstairs. After the statements, the police arrested the cook. Why? This was a one-story restaurant. He couldn't have gone upstairs. Spilling the tea Susie went to study for her university exam at a coffee shop. She ordered a white tea and sat down. Ten minutes later, she got up to go to the bathroom. When she returned, her laptop wouldn't turn on and her teacup was empty. Someone had spilled the tea on her computer and cleaned it up. She called the manager, told him what happened, and they came up with three suspects. The barista said he had been swamped and didn't see anything. The supervisor said he was sorry that the milky tea spilled on the computer, and he could see if insurance would cover the cost. The head barista said he was sorry the milky tea spilled on her laptop, and he'd make her another one while they waited for the police to arrive. Immediately, the store manager knew who did it. It was the supervisor. He couldn't have known that the tea had milk in it since it was cleaned up. The only person who remembered the order was the one who prepared it. The missing phone We're at the coffee shop again. This time, Stuart forgot his phone on the table when he left. But once he realized and came back, his phone was gone. He saw a guy running outside the store, and Stuart chased him. When he caught him, Stuart said, I've lost my device. Did you take it by accident? The man replied, I have no idea where your phone is, sir. I was just grabbing coffee. Stewart immediately called the police. Why? Stewart told him he lost his device. That could have been anything from a smartwatch to a camera or something else. The guy couldn't have known it was a phone unless he took it. Where did the baker go? 
The Cupcakes Den is a local shop that became famous for its tasty, well, you guessed it, cupcakes. On Monday morning, the head baker vanished, and the shop couldn't deliver the 200 cupcakes they had promised for a birthday party. The owner called the police, and they had three suspects in their custody. The helper said he had gone out to buy more frosting, but when he returned, the baker was gone. The waiter said he had been cleaning the shop of the massive mess from making the 200 cupcakes. The manager said he was meeting with a new supplier to get more beef jerky at the shop. The detectives knew who was lying. Can you guess it? It's the manager. Who needs beef jerky at a cupcake shop? Get the last question right. Adam was taking part in a brain teaser TV game show, and he had one last question to answer before winning $50,000. He was tired and decided to call his best friend, Luke, to help him. The host asked, If you could rearrange the order of the letters in this word, A-C-I-P-C-I-F, what does it show? A country, a city, a large mountain, or an ocean? Luke answered correctly. Can you? An ocean. If you unscramble the word, it shows Pacific. Where's he hiding? Martin vanished one morning, and his family called the police. Detectives searched everywhere and questioned 15 people, but none of them gave any untruthful answers. His son Jake found a letter from his dad saying, If you love me, you'll find me. He went to his father's office to see if he could find any clues. He was looking around the room and immediately knew where his father was hiding. Can you guess it? On the wall, there's a picture frame with his dad's cabin, and it's got a hand-drawn circle on it. He must be there. Lost in an underwater cave. Sarah just got her certificate as a cave diver. She decided to spend her afternoon exploring some dangerous underwater ocean caves. While turning left and right, she got lost. She didn't have enough time to look for her way back and continued swimming further. That was when she came across three openings. Through the first, there were 45 hungry piranhas. Through the second, a great white shark. And through the last one, a giant box jellyfish. Which is the safest path? The first one! Piranhas are freshwater fish. They can't survive in salt water. The van. Susan was outside watering her plants when she noticed three people dressed in black clothing carrying electronic devices from her neighbor's home. She asked them what they were doing and they said they were from a moving company. Immediately, Susan called the police. Why? There were no license plates on the van, and movers don't only carry electronic equipment, but all sorts of stuff. The Prison Escape 
One morning, Detective Smith was called into a maximum security prison to discover how three men had managed to escape from their cells. The prisoners could neither see nor talk to each other, but they arranged their escape together. They went to the shower room at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And only one person was allowed in at different periods. How did they manage to communicate and escape? They wrote messages to each other on the bathroom mirrors, used steam to read them, and planned their escape together. The Villa Disappearance It was a cold, rainy weekend. Michael, Susie, Amara, and Luke were spending Saturday and Sunday together playing board games. On Saturday morning, when they woke up, Amara was missing. They looked everywhere for her, but couldn't find her. That was when Luke called the police. Detectives examined the room and asked everybody what they were doing at 4 a.m. Luke said he couldn't sleep, so he went downstairs to the gaming room to play some online games. Michael said he couldn't sleep either, so he went outside to look at the stars. Susie said she followed Michael outside to get some fresh air. That was when the detectives figured out who was lying. Michael and Susie. It was a rainy weekend, remember? The Cursed Photo Alan was on his final stretch to becoming a detective. He passed a bunch of assessments until he reached the last one. This was where his attention to detail skills would be tested. The chief of police handed Alan a photo. He told him, This is Michael. He's having a birthday party. But something in this photo is very eerie. Alan spotted it in two seconds. Can you? There's a hand inside the blue balloon. Well, how did it get there? The right amount of water. Peter was the best problem solver in his class. One day, his chemistry teacher called him up to test his intelligence and inspire his peers. He gave Peter three glass jugs. None of them had any measuring markings on them, but just a label showing their maximum capacity. The first jug was filled with water up to the top, and the label read 8 liters. The second was empty, and its label showed 5 liters. The third was also empty, with a maximum capacity of 3 liters. The teacher told Peter to arrange the liquid so that only 2 liters remained in one glass jug without using any measuring tools. Peter figured out how to do it in 4 seconds. First, he needs to fill the 5-liter jug all the way to the top. Then he needs to pour the water from the 5-liter jug into the 3-liter jar until it's full. What remains in the 5-liter jug is 2 liters. The Treasure Coin An archaeologist spent the past year looking for a lost ancient treasure. As he was digging, he found one ancient gold coin. He took it to his museum. When his colleagues carefully cleaned the coin and took a closer look, they refused to accept it. Why? It reads 100 BCE on the back. 
ancient people didn't know they lived in that era. Or did they? <laughs> no, they didn't. So a tired mom came home after work and found that one of her kids had made a sandwich but didn't clean up afterwards. She walked upstairs and found the three of them doing their homework. All of the children, Aaron, Chloe, and Tim, denied making a mess. Still, the mother could tell who was lying. Who do you think is guilty, and how did she understand it? Since there's butter on the right side of the knife, the person who made the sandwich is left-handed. She has only one left-handed kid, and that's Tim. It's a cold fall day. You're at home drinking hot chocolate and watching a movie. Outside, four neighboring kids are playing. Lily, Riley, Tom, and Mark. Suddenly, exactly when you turn around, a ball breaks your window and kids run away. You don't know who did it and no one confessed. Later in the evening, though, you get a note from Lily. She didn't want to give away her friends, but being a very nice and honest girl, she also couldn't keep silent. So she gave you a note with a little hint. In the note, there was just a question mark. Take another look at the note. Can you guess who did it? The question mark is saying it all. Question mark. So Mark must be the one who threw the ball. A king couldn't decide which of his sons he should name his heir. He called his sons and proposed an unusual tournament. The horses would decide. There would be a horse race, and whose horse came last would be named king. When the race started, of course, no one moved. They were standing like this for three nights and three days, until the race was postponed. The sons were thinking a lot how to solve this problem. The next day, all three of them jumped on their horses' backs and raced as fast as they could. But the king never changed the rules. Why did they do that, and what was the solution? The sons decided to switch the horses. Now each was racing fast to make the horse of the brother come first. Right in broad daylight, you find yourself trapped in the dungeon of the world's most famous villains, and you should leave ASAP. Behind the first door, there's Joker waiting for you. The second door will take you straight to Freddy from Five Nights at Freddy's. Behind the third door, there's a Demogorgon from Stranger Things. The choice is yours. I definitely recommend using the second door. Freddy is not dangerous during the day, because he only wakes up at night. All of the money from the city's bank was taken in the middle of the day without anybody noticing. The storage room was found completely empty, with only a note lying on the floor. There was a number written on it, 37738. The police arrested three of the most known criminals in the city, Bell, Jonas, and Steve. But they didn't know which one was guilty. They invited a detective to crack the hint, and he managed to do it immediately. Can you guess too?
If you turn the paper around, the numbers will turn into a name, Bell. Hannah went on a business trip to a nearby city and stayed at a hotel. She was relaxing, reading a book after a long day, when she heard a knock on the door. She opened, asking what happened. The man outside got confused and said, Oh, sorry for bothering you. I thought it was my room, and left. Hannah didn't believe it was just a mistake and called the security to apprehend the man. Why was she so suspicious? The problem was that the guy had knocked. If he really thought it was his room, he'd try to open it with his keys. A peasant boy was caught in the king's palace. The king was very mad and didn't want to let him go just like that. He loved all kinds of riddles, so he gave the boy a chance to escape. He said the boy could walk out of any of the three doors, and if he stayed safe, he was free. Behind the first door, there were lions that hadn't eaten in three years. Behind the second door, there were three trained assassins. Behind the third door, there was poisonous gas. The boy made his choice and managed to leave. Which door did he walk out of? He used the first door. If lions hadn't eaten in three years, they couldn't have survived. They were just skin and bones. <laughs> a young woman, Julia, drank a spiked tea and left a note. The note was saying, I just can't live like this anymore, and so I won't. Nobody's guilty. However, the officer didn't think she drank the tea willingly. He suggested that someone had staged everything and made her do it. After a careful analysis, it was confirmed that the note was really written by Julia. Still, the police officer arrested the one who was guilty. There were only three people in the house. Julia's boyfriend, Ian, her older sister, Kate, and her lab partner, Mia. Can you guess who's guilty? The first letters of each sentence come together as Ian, her boyfriend's name. He must have made her write a note to make it look like it was her choice, but Julia left a hint for the police. A man fell off the third floor of the building. He was fine, but he lost his memory and couldn't tell what happened. Someone had seen him a while ago washing the windows, and everybody agreed it must have been an accident. However, a detective decided to check if it was true. He walked up to the third floor, opened the window, and threw down a coin. When he returned, he stated that the man didn't fall himself, but somebody pushed him out. How did the detective know? The detective opened the window. It means it had been closed before. If the man had fallen by accident, the window would have remained open. You're locked in a dungeon. There are three ways out, but none of them seem safe. Behind the first door, there's a huge and strong guard. Behind the second, there's three big and hungry dogs. Behind the third door, there's two sharp spinning cogwheels. Which way should you follow to get out and stay safe?
The third one. The cogwheels are quite high above the ground, so you can crawl beneath them. You and your friend come back home very late, when everyone is already asleep. Nobody knew that you were outside, and nobody should. There's a code on the door that asks to type in the rest of it. Your friend completely forgot it. But if you don't type it in 10 seconds, it'll start the security alarm. Can you guess what the missing numbers are? The combination is just a set of two-digit numbers. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. So the other six digits are 161718 that make the remaining 16, 17, and 18. James is a single father of triplet daughters. He stayed late at work and got a call from a friend who just saw one of his daughters at a party in a different neighborhood. However, the friend couldn't tell which of the daughters it was. When James came home, he asked his daughters who had been at the party. Autumn said she had been doing her homework all evening. Serena said she spent the day outside reading. Emily said she'd been playing Uno. James could tell immediately who was lying. Can you? Emily. She couldn't play Uno alone. She would need a partner for that. You're lost in a deep forest. It's getting dark, and you have to get out immediately, unless you want to spend the night in the woods. Luckily, you come across a little shack where a witch lives. She promises to show you a way out if you solve her riddle. So, here it is. Ava's mom has three daughters. The oldest daughter's name is April. The second daughter's name is May. Can you guess what's the name of the youngest daughter? It's Ava's mom, so the last daughter's name is Ava. Stephanie came home after a tiring day at work. She was very excited to finally eat her favorite ice cream after a hot bath. But when she opened the freezer, the ice cream was gone. Stephanie guessed it must have been one of her kids who ate it. She called them and asked, Who ate my treat? Michael said, I just got home and haven't eaten anything yet. Nicole said, I didn't touch your ice cream. The youngest, Jenny, said, It wasn't me. Stephanie immediately realized who was lying. Can you guess? It was Nicole. She knew that her mother talked about ice cream, even though Stephanie didn't specify what her treat was. Mm-hmm.